Hey, hello. Now, this is my Ty Lopez angle at the moment. Uh, do you want to check out my crib? It's an amazing crib. It's uh, got a view and everything. Anyway, here we go. Cool. So uh, this is Carlos, uh, co-founder of the Happy Startup School. Um, uh, Lawrence is in London at the moment. He has some stuff to do today. today uh, there today. Uh, hopefully he isn't going to get caught in the crazy train strikes that are happening here uh, down south in the UK. Uh, and so it's just me, lonesome little me. So what I was going to do is I'm going to riff a little bit on an article that he first published yesterday on Medium. Uh, I'm just checking the problem. Uh, the article, the title of the article is Happiness. Uh, happiness is a problem. Uh, and I'm going to take a little, my little take on this, and based on some stuff I've been reading as well, is this whole idea of, um, of what it takes to push forward with an idea, with a startup idea. Uh, and my, my thoughts around about this idea of a kind of fear, a failure, oh, not fear, uh, fun, failure, and fearlessness. Uh, and how does that all uh, come together? So first things first, if you are watching this, please say hello. Uh, tell me who you are, where you're from, so at least I know that there are people watching. And even if you're just coming in for three seconds, Facebook counts a viewer's three seconds worth of watching. What do you get in three seconds? Anyway, so yeah, if you, if you just pop in, just say hello. Uh, it's kind of nice to know that there are people on the other side of the camera. But anyway, uh, what, what, what is this whole idea between fun, about fun, uh, failure, and fearlessness? So... Uh, <laughs> Reeling back to, or going back to Lawrence's article, um, the thing, it's on Medium, it's called Happiness is a Problem, uh, and it's this kind of challenge of uh, what it means to, to actually find happiness and, and, and pushing, uh, creating something meaningful in the world, and actually uh, happiness isn't something that you're always going to have, it isn't something that's going to stick with you, and it, and it takes some work and some effort, and it usually actually takes some uh, struggle helping other people with challenges, yeah, and I think it's kind of linked to this idea of purpose, uh, and and this idea of happiness as well is it's also very challenging when you're doing something new, something different, something hard, uh, so, and also when your measure of success isn't particularly clear. So, in in startup land, a lot of the time the measure of success is how much money are you making. Actually, in business land, most of the time it's about how much money you're making. And so that's the very simple, clear measure of success. And if you're making, not making a lot of money, then, of course, you're a failure because that shows that no one wants your stuff uh, and, uh, yeah, you're not creating any value. But then if, even if you do make a lot of money, you know, when does it end? It's like there's always going to be someone who's going to make you more money than you, so are you still a failure even if you're making a million and someone else is making a billion? And also to, to be able to push something forward and to, to create something new, uh, and also to solve problems, because ultimately this whole idea of startup is actually creating products and services that actually solve people's problems, do something for other people. Um, the idea of creativity, and where does creativity come from? And we've had a, quite a, a few people who come through our homeschool, one particular guy called Kai Brower, who... Um, He's trying to create uh, this his startup was called Fun. It's called Funbase, uh, and he's trying to create an area for adults to to play to become a bit more childlike. And, and it's quite interesting when you think about play. People have a, a strong reaction sometimes about play being as an adult a waste of time. And you kind of measure how much time are you spending playing based on how much time you could be spending uh, washing the dishes, cleaning the house, doing some work, doing something a bit more productive. And so the value based uh, that you place on play is measured against productivity. Which is, which is really hard for people to, to, to then um, justify spending time playing. 
because playing doesn't seem to go anywhere. But playing, actually, as I'm now coming to understand it, is so important in terms of building resilience and building uh, feel, uh, an idea of creativity, being, uh, trying to cultivate your creative mindset, and also tackling this idea of fear of failure. Because ultimately, when you're playing, there is no, uh, unless you're playing Monopoly, which, you know, you have to win at Monopoly by make, making lots of money. But uh, most of the time when you're playing, there's, no, there's not supposed to be a winner. It's, it's just about, it's about the actual experience, about doing something with other people, uh, just letting your ideas loose, not feeling like you're being judged, just having fun with it. And I think that's one of the things as adults, uh, and particularly people in business, they lose sight of this idea of actually just having fun, just play, to not feeling that you need to be judged or whether you're going to be doing a good thing or whether this thing is actually going to work. It's more of a case of just uh, experiencing the moment, enjoying the ideas, throwing ideas out there that are going to be stupid, that are going to be silly, that just might not even make any sense. But what that does, it just relieves a lot of the stress and the tension of having to perform and perform in terms of having to be productive. So that's one of the things that I find I've been really fascinated by in terms of this idea of play and, and the idea of fun in business. It's not, it's one of those things that might not seem uh, particularly productive at the time, but internally, in terms of creating a mindset that is much more creative, much more open to trying new things, much more open to actually making mistakes and doing things that might not be right. Actually, that's so fundamentally important when you're starting a startup because a lot of the time, very much of the early days, things will not work. Things will not go as planned. Uh, and it's, I think we're fooled a lot of the time, uh, having lived in a world where everything has been very predictable and mechanical, particularly in the way that global businesses have been built and how you know, so the industrial era has been much about scale and reproducibility and productivity. Now in a world where business is such more fluid, things and ideas can crop up from all over the place, being able to be comfortable with uncertainty and fun and trying new things and trying to be creative and coming up with different ideas and not being scared that those ideas are going to be wrong, that's going to be fundamentally important. And that kind of ties in with this idea of fear, uh, or sort of idea of failure, this kind of concept that um, when you start something, the thing that you started off with has to be the thing that works. And most of the time, when you come up with a startup idea, that thing has just been plowing around in your head and it hasn't been something that you've actually tried to talk to other people about, maybe you've guessed about how people are going to respond, but when you launch this thing and you actually start uh, getting other people to, to come on board with this idea and you're trying to share what it's about, you start picking, they start picking holes in it and you start think, seeing things, that's it, there are things that are wrong there. And then if you associate yourself to that idea and you say, okay, if that idea is wrong, I'm wrong and I can't go forward because all my ideas are crap, then you're bound to fail. There's no... no, there's no incentive for you to continue because you think because that idea failed every other idea is going to fail but that's wrong actually what done what's happening is actually you just tried something out you put an idea out in the world it wasn't a great idea but the people what people say kind of what you've learned by putting that idea out there not only learned in terms of the mechanics and the features of it but what you've learned yourself in terms of your own resilience to feedback and your own resilience to criticism that's going to be so important to then take forward to the next idea and to maybe try something else out or maybe just take a take that idea and try and spin it differently and so being able to be comfortable with this idea that things are not working the first time round is going to be so helpful for getting started on stuff and actually pushing new ideas and spotting new opportunities and not feeling like everything has to be planned perf perfectly from the beginning and actually this thing has to work the way I've decided because if you're too rigid that way, it's bound to, be fail uh, it's bound to fail. 
because no one can predict the future and very well very few people can predict the future and even then uh it's it's no you don't know what's going to happen next you don't know what what uh what changes are going to happen in the industry and also personally what's going to happen to you and that kind of relates to this idea of fearlessness and so fearlessness is a bit uh what i'm trying to link it to really is courage uh, and i like the definition of courage of not so much action without fear it's kind of action despite of fear and so Knowing that something is difficult and it's potentially not going to work and actually you might be judged and yes, it might look a bit silly, but still doing it anyway, I think that's fundamentally important with creating new things, being on the boundary, kind of exploring new ideas. And it isn't just about starting a startup. It's not just about starting a business. I think it's having this kind of creative entrepreneurial mindset wherever you are, whether it's solving a problem at home, whether it's solving a problem at work or whether it's actually creating a new business is actually being, not being scared to try something new or try something a different way if you think it can be done better. And, or spotting a problem and saying, actually, uh, I could try and fix that. It might not work the first time, but I actually can try and fix that. And I think the more people who feel empowered to actually fix problems around them, I think the better the world will be. And because you're going to see yourself actually contributing to a much better environment, uh, a much better um, place to be in, if you start feeling empowered to help other people and solve other people's problems and solve problems around you. And I think also that for your personal kind of well-being, this kind of this idea of sense of purpose, sense of doing something beyond yourself that isn't purely about your own gain, but also about how you actually um, help other people's lives become better. I think that's really key to, to any kind of the longevity of any kind of business idea or venture is feeling actually I'm, actually I'm making a difference in the world. What I'm doing here is actually having a positive impact on other people. And that gives us, uh, I think, more energy to push forward despite the failure, despite the fear. And actually becomes more fun because if you can start seeing smiles on people's faces, if you feel liberated to try new things because... Uh, you don't feel like you're going to be judged, and if you are, if people do judge you, you can understand it from it's their issue in terms of their fear of failure rather than anything to do with you. So to be able to take uh, move ideas forward with this kind of sense of fun, to feel like actually uh, any time you fail, any time anything goes wrong, that's just part of the journey. It's, it's, it's normal. It has to happen or else you're not being creative. And then by being fearless, i.e., See, seeing the fear, feeling the fear and not worrying about it and moving forward anyway, that's going to be so much better uh, for the world uh, as well as for you. Uh, and I think that it, it creates a much more resilient, positive mindset. And who, who doesn't want to have more fun? Who doesn't want to be governed by fear, whether it's fear of judgment of other people or fear of your own kind of judgment and your inner critic telling you, oh, no, you can't do this. So fun. I think we need to make things more fun. We've got to remember how to play again. Uh, and for me, it's one of those things that I, I wish, I, I love to play. And I went into this kind of thought, actually, when you start going into business and you start doing businessy stuff, play has no, no room there. Actually, I think play is fundamentally important for creativity and also for winding down. So I, I'm, I'm hands up, I'm going to be trying to play a lot more in my life. Um, failure, yeah, being able to just start things, not worrying about whether they'll go wrong, um, trying new ideas has to happen or else you'll just get stuck and not doing anything new and then i think combining those two i think we'll, we'll all become a bit more fearless in terms of pushing ideas forward uh, and i think 
this idea of actually doing things together uh, and doing things in a way that uh, you're helping other people, but then you can get help from people back. I think that contributes not only into business, but also into learning. Uh, for us, next, actually on, on Thursday, we're doing our free class about the homeschool and the fundamentals of that homeschool uh, and the eight steps to building a happy startup. The fundamentals around that are kind of doing things together, doing things from a sense of passion and also feeling a sense of your purpose, doing things for other people. But I think one of the P's that we probably may, may have missed out on that is play and doing things in a creative, playful way where we're free to, to act without judgment. So I would uh, like to uh, invite you uh, the day after tomorrow, uh, Thursday, we're going to be doing our free class on the homeschool about the eight steps to building a happy startup. Uh, I will post a link to the actual sign-up page as a comment onto this post. So I hope to see you there if you want to find out more about how we tackle this idea of, of trying to push ideas forward. Uh, I'd be really interested in your feedback in terms of your thoughts about how can play and fun be integrated more into kind of the work world uh, and how you deal with failure and how you deal with fear. Because I think not enough of us speak about this side of starting a business. And while we're really much about the happiness, I think without the appreciation that it's hard and it's a struggle and there's, you know, it can be difficult without that appreciation. And I, I'll post also a link to Lawrence's post on Medium as well. Um, there's a particular book that he's been reading called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Uh, it's, uh, he recommends it highly. Uh, I can remember seeing it around and I think it's definitely worth checking out. But... Um, Check out the comments for a link to that book, but also please check out the free lesson that's going to happen on Thursday. So uh, please like this post because it makes me feel good. Uh, I need that extrinsic motivation.